Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to episode 139 of Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that I've never met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And as per usual, I'm in Red Bank, New Jersey right now in my ex-wife's pool house, chilling on the ground floor. What's up? Just hanging. Just got through the big the big weekend. Or, you know, it's not over yet. We still have time. Things could happen. I'm not sure what that would be, but... It was a big weekend? Well, it was a long weekend for me because I took uh, an extra day off uh, on top of a three-day weekend. So. Oh, so you took Friday off. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I really yeah, didn't do shit, really, to, for the most part. Just kind of did a lot of chilling. Chilling and, and maxing, fronting and relaxing, as uh, I don't know, somebody said back in the 90s. I don't know who that was. Some rapper, some rapper dude, some rapper fella. I don't know. Chilling, chilling like a villain. Yes, all of that stuff. And, all of uh, it. I get it. Yeah. It yeah. Was, how are you? I, I am good. I, I posted to uh, to uh, some social media stuff earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Really... I I saw the Instagram post and I yeah. saw your story. Yes, and uh, I I I just thought you, you, know, this... you done you done fucked up yourself. Yeah, I, mean, I messed up my. I, I tripped. I was just running, and I, I've I've done this before. I'm a fucking. I, I just tend to. I tend to not lift up my feet, and I'm just not paying attention where I'm running, and uh, that sort of thing. And I, I tripped, and I um, uh, I I, got, I didn't want to skin up my hands, and uh, so I kind of thought I would try to do a little uh, roll thing, and I I clipped my elbow on. on uh, so this yeah. is your right forearm up to your elbow. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, got a big, I mean, it looked like a fucking. You skinned it pretty bad. I skinned it pretty, pretty good, pretty bad, depending on your perspective. So, um, but uh, I, I and I kind of rolled over my rib on my right side. Fucking Jesus! Yeah, see, you should, that's not the kind of shit you're supposed to do when you're running. But but I continued to run over the weekend. So I did post about that on. Uh, we do have a uh, we we have a presence on, and we haven't been using it much. But Instagram, we probably should get on there more. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll post more. I don't I don't have the login anymore. I don't have the the password. I, I, and how did yeah. you lose the password? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, I didn't lose the password. I never, I never wrote it you, down. You, I just logged, logged in, and then when I probably wiped out my phone and back, yeah, up yeah or whatever, yeah. it was just like, right. ah, I'm no longer in there. What I what I will do is I I don't remember the uh, probably the, what the password is. I didn't think you would, but I will just go reset it and we'll we'll start mm-hmm. all over, and then you can start posting, and and I'll post too. And I was thinking with this, uh, and it's the running thing. I, I was doing one of those. Uh, just, uh, it's an annoying thing when when uh, people that are working out get on and start telling you about their workouts. I no, think, it's I not. Think. No, it's not. Isn't it? I was just thinking about that when this show opened tonight. I knew you were going to talk about this. I knew I was going to ask you about it because you posted on social media that you'd be we're recording tonight. But it says you know you know listen to what they say and then do the opposite. Well, fuck you, assholes. Okay, I had a stroke <laughs> three years ago. You have AFib. You know what? We're running. We're staying in shape. I got the Peloton app. You know what? Do whatever the fuck you want. But if you die. Well, we it's might your die fault. going over the handlebars of my bike. You're fucking <laughs> tripping uphill, downhill, scraping your arms up. So who knows? So we can talk about whatever the fuck we want, and they don't have to listen. So 
fuck everyone except for Matthew Cunningham, who always says nice things. Yes, and he actually did uh, comment in the uh, Instagram stuff, which I, I, I that may have been a while ago. If it did, mm-hmm. and Matthew is yeah. a super listener, uh, our super yeah, yeah. listener, uh, from yeah. what John tells me, and uh, he he asked about um, the microphone. I believe that I was uh, had in a picture, which is actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I told him the wrong thing. It's a Behringer uh, B2 Pro, not uh, not whatever the fuck I told you. And uh, he also mentioned yeah. that um, you th- th- was wondering if there was a button on uh, any of the devices that were shown in the picture that uh, was something an annoying noise that John makes with his mouth. Can I can I make that by pushing a button? And uh, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the answer is uh, yes. I don't know what noise he's referring to. Well, not, fuck Matthew Cunningham. Sure no, I don't know what he said. I'm not even going to care. I, I mean, I just saw a post that you you used a hashtag for my Christmas picture where I've got my head in a wreath because I don't pay attention to the account. Is uh, I've got my head inside of a wreath that's lit up, and it was oh, yeah, yeah, holiday yeah. queer was the hashtag. Okay, it's got seven likes, and apparently holiday queer instead of holiday cheer is a thing. And quite frankly, I'm I'm not okay with that. I. <laughs> But I don't know what, of all the ones you chose. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Fuck you. Okay, so working out. So you were work. You've been running, and and uh, this is going to help people, I think. And I, I've been them. running, and the, the the other thing I discovered this weekend was um, I started trying to do a little bit with free weights I've while got, running. I've got a bunch of no, not while. Oh, running, okay, separate, separate. Separate, separate to that. I thought I should, I should start, I should start doing some weight stuff too. And I've got some stuff around the house, and you know, mm-hmm. um, so I started messing with that. Man, I had my, phew, I got some work to do there. My, I've, I've gone downhill. So it, uh, shit fades is what I'm saying. Shit fades. What, 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 what? Had you done free weights and weights before? I just, you know, not like excessive or trying to build stuff or, or whatever, but um, I, I, you know, I, I tried to just generally uh, th- throughout the years, I've just tried to make sh- sure I've, I've maintained a certain level of strength and, you know, doing push-ups and, and uh, mm-hmm. I've got um, free weights going up to like, I've got um, uh, d- dumbbells. Yeah, which right, are, right. Which, Starting you know, as low yes. as. I, I start my dumbbells. I think the lowest I've got is uh, 10 pounds and I've got them going up to 30. Okay. And I did a lot of uh, stuff with 30s, you know. I could in the do, past, you're yes, saying. with the, in the past, you know, I could right, I could do like right. o- you know overheads, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. press, and I could do curls with the 30s and mm-hmm, reverse mm-hmm. curls and stuff like that, and supersets and all that kind of stuff. And you know, that was kind of my 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 deal was the 30s, and I started trying to crank around with the 30s and. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, even 20s are challenging for me sometimes. Certain exercises, curls, no problems. You know, press. You know. But yeah, I've, chest I've, press and such, no big deal. But I mean, I've I've got five, sixes, tens, twenties, and a couple of like a twenty kettlebell. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't mess with the free weights too much. But I need to start. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm going. But uh, I've I've been asked uh, the reason I, I did that video is because uh, one particular person, a guy that uh, you and I have both uh, spoken to from the old Anchor version one day, is a guy named Ray Gerard. Uh, Ray Gerard, Gerard, Gerard. Uh, I guess it is. Uh, anyway, Ray is uh, uh, a guy who's uh, he's into fitness and uh, he's about my age. And uh, he, he's asked, you know, like, you know, how do you get faster? He's asked me a bunch of questions. Like, and I, mm-hmm. So today I just said, run up, a, run, make sure you're running up hills. Rep a hill. What about training masks? I just saw an ad for a training mask in my Instagram. <laughs> and I and I looked at it and I go like, what yeah. the fuck is that? It looks like it's uncomfortable and a bad idea. 
it's it, I get the idea of what they're doing, and it probably does work, but it's fucking stupid nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, it seems kind of stupid, and it's good. Yeah. I mean, I I just Googled it quickly. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it was a trainingmask.com, and it's a sponsored ad. And I don't. There was nothing that I Googled or that I remember talking about that would have suggested this should go into my feed. And it looks like some futuristic mask like or like you're part of like antifa or something you know and right right, like right yeah. run into a crowd of like riot police to like i don't know fucking yeah. throw some sort of molotov cocktail or don't bullshit. gas me fucker don't right gas yeah me. And, it, and, it, and it and apparently what it does is it it, it pr- like limits your lung capacity and breathing to yeah, the point that right. it's like working out at elevated heights or something yeah and it's then like it you're working harder to pull you're in. working harder which you know you can do run up a hill you don't you don't need to f- wear some stupid fucking mask you know you run right. you run up a hill and you're going to be doing the same thing it's you know, you're right. going to be sucking air in no time and, so, and by no means yeah. should this episode be the workout episode but i've got a lot more to say about all of this you got a lot more to say is this going to be all right well let's just dive i don't know in. how so, long we can go with this but i don't want to talk about the entire episode i'm sure there's other bullshit there's there i'm sure there's other bullshit but uh in the, in the meantime there's something that uh was, we're hitting a hot button here obviously so so ray but ray asked you about it you shared with him and uh, was it helpful to him i don't know how he communicates with you I'm not, I'm not sure he's <laughs> he's run a couple half marathons and stuff and i'm yeah, yeah. you know so um i don't he doesn't sound like he's uh super happy with where he's been but you know you you, you can't okay if you run a half marathon and um I, I don't think you should ever be unhappy with doing it because you've, you've accomplished, you know, something that most people don't ever get around to doing or, or don't do. So, uh, you know, t- pat yourself on the back. But if you got some time goals and, and some of that is, is a trap, you know, people could get too obsessed with, you know, trying to do it within a certain time. And they should, I think a lot of times you're better off, I think, in a lot of cases, just enjoying the ride a little bit more along the way and not worrying so much about time. But if you do, and anybody and he is kind of a little bit, uh, you know, worried about it, then you gotta, you gotta, at some point, you gotta push yourself. And uh, the only way to run faster is to run faster. You just have to force yourself to do it for well, short periods of time and embrace the suck is what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, you know, unlike you, who have been a runner a lot of your life, but the, you've had a few hiccups the last two years with the AFib, right? The yes. AFib. Oh, yeah. I got to remind you. I got to start. Okay, right. So, so, so you have that. So, so I've never been a runner, never liked running. I've never particularly stayed in shape for any long period of time. There was a short period of time when I was going to the kickboxing gym back in like 2012. Like there was a good year where I was in shape, but I got laid off from my job. I was, I was in a good spot. At that point, I'm still married, but I wanted to get out of the house. And I, so, for me, starting running in February, and again, I, you know, it's it's not like I wouldn't call myself a runner, but I'm running quite a bit. And I was using the Nike Run Club app, I've, as you and I have discussed with that. But you, there are some frustrations in it, and they do these guided runs. And so, since I've never done the high what a high intensity interval training that kind of thing, the what do you call it, the fartlek kind of thing? Yes, right? there's fartlek run, right? And there, so I've never really done that kind of stuff. It's good to have a guided run. And one of the things, and this is with the uh, Peloton app as well, which they have outdoor runs and uh, it's just audio 
runs and even walks, right? And and one of the things that almost every single they they tell you is just to you came out here, you did this, right? So you know, so I think anytime you get out and you do something and you move your body that that's something because we live in such uh, a a complex busy world in the western culture or a lot of us do especially when you have a full-time job a family i don't care what you if you have adult responsibility making time if you're not in a fitness professional or someone that just lives by this all the time getting out there is worth something you know what i mean and like Mm -hmm. and and who the fuck are you in competition with like (laughs) you know like I, I can't tell Ray and don't know about Ray Gerard if he's focusing on the wrong thing, but like setting that thing is, it's never going to be good enough if you're always, you know what I mean? Like, but get the fuck yeah, out of here, no, you know? Yeah. You're, you're in competition I mostly. I mean, you should be with just, it's just you. With, with you, right? Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. it's fine if you're running a race and you see someone, you're like, that person's in front of me? Fuck them. And then you, you know, if that motivates you, that motivates you, whatever it is, so, you know? So y- yesterday, I'm running. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm at this spot where I'm in a hilly section of this five-mile course that I'm running. And usually I don't see anybody running along this along this area. It's, it's really pretty. It goes by this country club, and it's, it's, a, it's a really nice course, a nice, nice spot to run. But um, this day, as I'm running along, I, on one of the side streets, I see this guy coming up the side street. And he's, oh, I'm, I'm guessing he's like 40, and he looks pretty fit. He's got no, he's uh, running, running without a shirt on. Shirtless. So can, I knew it was going to be shirtless. Shirtless. He's got, yeah, he's got the uh, perfectly uh, coiffed uh, shaved head kind of thing going on and the uh, slick back running glasses and everything. He looks pretty fit and he's coming around the corner and I'm thinking, oh shit, you know, I'm sorry, okay. okay. Um, and it, it was kind of obvious that we were both going to reach the corner that he was headed towards kind of at the same time and as he was going to he had to turn right and he was either going to uh, well he was going to go up this hill at the same time I was which I thought you know I don't want to be running up a hill with this guy I really don't so I kind of slowed down just a little bit and I thought let him go up the hill in front of me right. and as we were going up the hill I realized his pace was slower than mine I was like yeah geez mm-hmm. maybe he's one of these guys that's just doesn't some people don't 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 like to bang it up the hill which has always been my mindset is, is just get up there and do it as quick as you can mm-hmm. so anyway uh we're going along and he gets up the hill and i i, I keep uh, the pace so that i'm behind him and we reach the top and he's not very far he's probably about he's probably about 20 feet literally ahead of me at the top of the hill but i, I it levels out for a little bit and then there's a big long downhill behind on the other side and going by the country club and we're running along coming down the hill and i realize he is just not picking it up and i'm like fuck i gotta pass this guy now because i I didn't want to slow down that much so i actually passed (laughs) i passed the guy um which i used to live for that shit i was like but i was afraid i was gonna run it by him and then i was gonna blow up and I was going to run out of, you know, it's like I was going right. to screw up. And then he was going to come by me and go, hey, nice try, fuck, oh, you know, one of those kind of things. Not that people ever do that, only with their eyes <laughs> and their attitude. Uh, but uh, I managed to, uh, I, ma- I passed him. I gave him a little uh, Hawaiian thumb up, you know, thumb and little finger thing. You know, like right. Little, you know, yeah, I know the one. I know. Loose. You love that emoji, yeah. by the way. You really yes, do. Yes, it's him, one of your favorites. I gave him a little hang loose going by him, and yeah. uh, and uh, then once I got past him, I thought, all right, now i got to fucking stay ahead of him. This sucks. Yeah, but, exactly. Which, That's exactly why I don't like you know passing someone. 
Yes, and I, but I got ahead of him, and I stayed ahead of him for. Until I got there was a spot where we had to. There went down to the end of this road, which was probably another three quarters of a mile, and then had to turn left. And when I turned left and came around the corner, he he had disappeared somewhere. I don't know if he maybe went to into a house there or somewhere. He went into hiding. He's like that motherfucker beat me. <laughs> he, just, he had he had probably already run like twenty miles, and he was right, doing right, this cool, right. Yeah, cool you don't know. You don't know at what point he was in his thing, and yeah, I was he, just starting, know, and he was running. yeah yeah he had, I'm sure he had, like I said yeah. he looked really fit and uh, all that so but uh it was it was angst ridden for me for a while that that reminded me of uh one of my favorite running songs uh are you familiar with uh you know kate bush remember kate bush yeah yeah, yeah. so kate bush has a song called running up that hill well placebo covers that okay and it's really good i mean i know it's running and it's up the hill but there's something about it i just like the song and i like their cover of it and uh and, and I don't know. There's a lot of uh, songs that will motivate me. I can't think of any right now, I other than that I, one. My running playlist is either it's it's uh, I have a lot of uh, of uh, kind of hardcore rap, uh, hip hop stuff. Uh, I got a lot of angry angry black men shouting at me. A lot of N word, um, and then I have a lot of uh, like kind of. Uh, not necessarily thrash metal, but I've got a lot of stuff that's uh, uh, oh, the Prodigy, uh, "Smack My Bitch Up," uh, <laughs> the three Prodigy songs that were really big. Those those do it for me. Firestarter. Today, today, today I was laughing because a mystical song came on. Really? <laughs> yes. And I, was I like, couldn't. I I know one uh, mystical song, but I couldn't even tell you what it is or what it sounds like. Or I can't remember. The, I can't remember the title, but it was something that I added to a playlist at one point. I thought, yeah, I yeah, listen to that. yeah, but, yeah. For me, it's Nelly getting hot in hair hair <laughs> hair no i've not no it's not at all it's it's uh no you know kanye stronger that i've used yeah, that one before yeah. i've thrown that in i was like i was like this is kind of hack but I'm, I'm 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 digging it no i listen to a lot of kanye on the run yeah but no i don't do my own playlist for running for the most part i uh i'm sticking with the music that they put on the peloton outdoor um runs so you can tell what it is though while they're playing it the the title comes up otherwise i'd be like what oh yeah the title comes up yeah i mean and you can see when you look at the at the workout it'll show you the list of music for all of their workouts they had a problem when they first i read this that they had a problem when they first started that they were using music without permission they have Mm -hmm. since resolved that um, they have to. They're too big. I mean, it's but their their workouts. Like I've done. You were talking about free weights. I've done the. Uh, I don't have a Peloton bike. I'm not spending twenty two fifty twenty five hundred for the Peloton bike. Uh, but I have my uh, my road bike, and I've got a bike trainer. I've got it here in the pool house, and I will stream the, you know, the cycling classes mm-hmm. to the. Um, to the TV, and right. I've done, I think I've done two or three of them now, all 45 minutes. Uh, they're really intense. Of course, I'm not getting the resistance right or the cadence, but I don't care. I'm moving, and I'm on the bike, and I've done uh, two of them I did with weights as well. So, you know, like the Peloton bike has actually has a cradle in the back behind the seat where you can put the two dumbbells, you know, and the last one that I did, man, the guy... I think I, I had five-pound weights, and then with the six-pound weights, the guy that was in it is this dude who's real fit. He had three-pound weights, and I was like, I didn't want to stop, so I kept doing it, and, and it fucking hurt, man. I was like, this is killer, and I did uh, um, a run yesterday. I think it was yesterday. 
20-minute run with 10 minutes of core at the end of the run. The great thing about both the Nike Run Club app and the Peloton app is that if you're doing a run, they'll let you know the halfway point. So if you are driving your car to a park or if you're going from home and you or wherever you are and you don't know the area, you're not doing the same run, mm-hmm. they'll tell you to turn around, which is great. Otherwise, you're like, fuck, i got to get back. Right, um, yeah. You know, so... So I knew at the end of it, I'd be doing this like uh, 10-minute core workout. Holy shit, the core workout kicked my ass. All it was was just some planks, you know, like a high plank, a low plank, holding it forever, you know. Well, it wasn't forever, but I think after the run and then doing that, it's just like really feel it. And then I went out twice this weekend at my parents' house. Uh, I went out on the, uh, the paddle board which is a, also a killer workout. So I think that's why I'm so fucking beat up and tired is that I was, like, moving a lot this weekend, you know? Yeah, that will but do But I'm it. not complaining. I'm, like, I'm happy to be doing it. I didn't drink that much. I think I had, like... It is the uh, stroke anniversary. Oh, well, it is and it isn't. So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is and it isn't. It's not the date. The, the stroke, I had my stroke three years ago on Memorial Day. And today is Memorial Day. Uh, so I should say thank you to those they are no longer with us who have given their life for this country. That I don't like saying thank you for your service, but it is... That, the ones you know, that died for the us? The ones that died. Yeah. I mean, anyone yes. that serves, you know, I appreciate that they do that because I've never been the guy that would want to do that. Never been shot at in that regard. No, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm sure if I had looked at it differently. My, my dad said this weekend, and my dad served in 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 the Marines. He said something like, he thinks that everyone should go to boot camp. He and the other guy uh, that he knows also served. I think he served in the army. My dad was a Marine. He said everyone should go, but I don't want them fighting. Like he, like I don't think he's a pacifist, but I don't think he's big on on war and anyone dying for. <laughs> It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it was oh, an yeah. interesting thing, and I was like, "That's an interesting concept." You know, like not just troubled teens. Sa- Sally, Jesse, Raphael, sending them there. But anyway, that was—I just totally forgot that he had said that, and I kind of wanted to pursue it more. But having a real conversation with my dad in that moment, I, I'm, you know, is uh, not the time. You know, he's not one to talk about these things. But um, so anyway, uh, I, I stroke three years ago, Memorial Day, but it was actually on May 31st. So oh, we had a later this Memorial week, Day. right? Okay, yeah. So I mean, because of leap year and it's Monday now, yeah, it's later this week is the actual date anniversary, three years. So, But it's coming up on three years. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like in that three-year period, I'm about as far away from it, not just in terms of time, but in terms of health. I'm not saying I'm in great health, but... I'm making better choices in just eating and movement and off the cocaine, not smoking, no cocaine, no. I'm not snorting. I'm snorting coke, no hookers. Only um, snorts cocaine, like it, you know. Yeah, on, I'm on just, holidays. That's right. I just <laughs> well, I listen. I don't count holidays. You know what I mean? And it wasn't. It's not the actual. I mean, I won't do it on the thirty first. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, but today was a holiday and. You know, it's one way to just forget things is to just get loaded, just get hammered, just, just get yeah. hammered, and just. just no, I'm making. I'm, I'm all right. So, but anyway, yeah, it, it's it's coming up on three years in a couple of days, and I just I'm not. I still don't have my head around like 
it, it happened and I'm okay. So is is this month some is it like a stroke uh, a stroke awareness month or something? I've been seeing a lot of stroke. Are you being serious? Stuff. I think it is, isn't it? No, Are you serious? I think so. I, I've been May? seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of advertisements for stroke stuff. I don't know. I'm unaware. I well, should know these things. You should know this stuff if you're uh, if you want to uh, get on the uh, stroke bandwagon, the uh, anti-stroke bandwagon. I guess it is. I don't know. May is Stroke Awareness Month. Get the fuck out of here. See, I thought there was something going on. No, you didn't it, make that up. No, I did not. I've been seeing a lot of uh, advertisements about uh, people Shit. and their strokes. All right. Well, then in that case, then I'll maybe do some prep, and on the next episode, I will. Uh I will try not to make a joke out of it, and I will uh, try to actually shed some light and awareness. I'm not ready to do that right now because I've never talked. I've rarely talked about it in a serious, a full-on serious way. Or because you, you, when you had it, when you started, I'm not, and, I, and I, you just said you should prepare. But I'm just going to launch right in. No, go <laughs> yeah. ahead, go ahead, go no, ahead. You said uh, when you when it was going on. You weren't really aware of what was going on. Um, your your family, your I don't know if it was uh, you know, my kids or her. wife. Well, no, no one was aware that I was having a stroke. Okay, like, I don't think that anyone said. I'd have to ask my ex-wife about it. But yeah, I, when I had the symptoms of a stroke, which was uh, I felt like tingling in one of my arms, in my left arm. Um, I I just thought that my arm had fallen asleep. When I kept dropping things, I didn't know what it was. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this sucks. Like, this is an intense workout, and clearly I have no business working out. I was almost laughing about it, but then I was getting frustrating and angry. And, and, and But I was at home by myself. There was no one to talk to. I don't think I picked up the phone and called anyone. I just wanted to get back into bed and go to sleep. It's like 11 a.m. on a... On a Monday, on a Memorial Day, but I'm at home with the two cats and talk, you know, and and then which is I, a sad sounding situation. It, it was around. it was sad all around. There was a, so much going on. I mean, and, and this was yeah. this was after I had six cats. I don't know how I don't talk about that much. I had you, you two cats, six, and then I, I have told story. that yeah, I was I was asked to watch someone's two John cats. Cat two cats became four cats. Cat lady men, and that's what it was. It, whatever, but I didn't have the four cats. I just had the two cats. But it was still like this sad and lonely existence. I was not. I was uh, much heavier. Not much, but way too much for my height. And uh, and I uh, I called my ex wife, and when I went to visit, I said I need to see the kids, and she's like, we, we, "Why are you here? They have homework to do. You know, it's not your weekend." And I said, "No, I need to. I need to see the kids. Something's wrong with me." And the minute she saw me. She saw the facial droop, and she knew something was wrong. And then she's the one that said, "I got to take you to urgent care." And it became a thing. And then there, I was slurring my, I was slurring my speech as well. So the, it's uh, the the acronym is fast face, arms, speech, and time. The T for time is to get the fuck to a hospital. Okay, You're right, right. If, right. If you feel like you know your face something's wrong with you a side of your face like it's almost like a tingly and I, I don't remember feeling that in my face uh, I felt it in my arm um, and I didn't know about the speech because I wasn't talking out loud to anyone right so I knew there was something wrong with my motor skills in my left hand or I wasn't sure of it but when I was trying to text a couple of people I was, it wasn't autocorrect. It was like, you know, if I were to type fast, it was like, you know, 
FXLT, like nothing, like the letters weren't even, like my fingers were just all over the place. I couldn't control it. It was so frustrating. Like there was nothing I could do with that hand that was right. But and nothing in, in your brain said, Jesus Christ, I got to go to the hospital. Nothing. No, nothing in my brain said, time to go to the hospital. I need to go to the hospital. It was, because it, it didn't, to me, it didn't feel like a serious thing. It just felt like, God, that workout must have been intense. Like, God, I'm in bad shape. Like, like whatever, that was 2016. I was like, you know, because in my mind, like three, four years ago, that 25-minute workout was easy. And I'm like, shit, am I right. that out of shape that, I, that I'm like, I feel weak and tired and my arm is fucked up? You know, like, and I was just think, trying to, I just kept trying to think back, like, what did I do? I was just, that was the end of the workout. I was just stretching. So I, when, and then again, in retrospect, I remember the moment of looking in the mirror saying, like, I'm fine. Like, the kids were kind of laughing. They thought I was messing around with them. They said I was talking funny. And I just remember them sort of looking in my face and being really close up in my face, you know, like looking at me strangely and then i remember getting up looking in the mirror not being able to see the facial droop i had a big beard at the time my beard was like past like you know almost covering my neck like the length of the beard was almost covering my like big bushy beard and i didn't see any facial droop but again in retrospect i remember that i was everything was almost in slow motion you know like and like the way i was speaking I remember that my speech was a little bit slow, hmm. you know. Uh, so again, it wasn't until I got to the hospital that I realized that I was having a stroke because it was like they asked the question after I filled out, you know, my symptoms. They were like, you know, they asked me if if, if there were signs of a stroke. I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. I'm right. in a hospital. Like, I just wrote down everything, and everything was signs of a stroke. They put me in a wheelchair and rolled me over to like the uh, the nurse, the, the what do you call that? The the admissions nurse. I don't sure. know what they're called. But they're, there's yeah. So the but it, whatever. It, it, so I, again, it, it's one of those things that it it happened. It happened quickly. I know. I am fairly confident. I know how it happened with me. I don't know that there would have been much for me to prevent it other than to probably not have been as heavy as I was, you know, instead of being, say, uh, wherever I am now, like 15 to 25 pounds overweight, you know, probably more like 25 to 45 pounds overweight, right? Hmm. You know, yeah, I, I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many things not. that can go into all of these things. That right. it's, it's hard to know. I mean, I mean, I wasn't smoking at the time, but I have high blood pressure. You know, there's lots of things, but I don't know that there's much I could have done on that particular day to have prevented it. Right. Other than not work out as intensely as I was trying. Well, you, you kind of, in a way, you know, you got to somebody else. You, know, you knew something a little weird was going on with it, you know, having to see the kids. You weren't making great decisions, obviously. But, you know, like you should have been going to the hospital and not, you know, heading the other direction. But you, you knew something was up, but you just weren't. Sounds like, uh, you know, rational enough to, to get to the right place. Well, you know, well again, it, it was my gut told me not to go back to sleep my gut told me something is wrong with me and my gut said uh see your kids right hmm. so again I, I it's i just i wanted i wanted validation that i was okay or not i don't know you know i just knew i wanted to see my kids 
I didn't think I was going to die, right? I didn't think like, oh, shit, I'm having a stroke. Because to me, old people have strokes. And what was that? I'm, I was 44 at the time. I mean, like old, but not in my mind, not stroke old, you know? Right. Yeah. But yet there was a family friend who a few months earlier had seen, I think hers was in February or March. She And she was 32 at the time. You know, and so I think she's subject. Uh, she uh, suffers from migraines, and I think that was a contributing factor. So I don't know all of the factors for you know if you're susceptible. What would make one susceptible to having a stroke? But uh, you know, I I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad that I got to the hospital within two and a half hours. You know, I mean, even when they said, let's go to urgent care, I said, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And it wasn't like I don't, I have no problem going to the doctor or going to the hospital. I've plenty of times. But just in that moment, I was just so relieved and happy to be. I wasn't living in the pool house at the time. I was living in a two-bedroom apartment like 10 minutes away. And I was just so happy to see my kids. So, oh. Weird thing. Yeah. Sounds like uh, well, yeah. you get to the right place. So uh, the point is, uh, well, the point is, is if 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 you ever feel tingling in an arm, your legs, one side of your body, that's face, face, right. you're uh, someone tells you that you're talking funny, you're talking slowly, um, you know, make sure that you get to a hospital right away. I don't care whether or not. I mean, don't. Don't not go because you don't have the health insurance or this, that, or the other thing. Don't worry about that later because you, you, it could kill you. Or, or it could take you out and change your life forever. Like, if you have a job, you may never be, especially a physical job, you may never be able to do it again. I think I've told that story that I had met when I was driving Uber, that I met a woman. I picked her up at an aphasia center. She was only a couple of years older than me, and she also had had a stroke. I didn't know that right away. I could barely understand a word she said. And uh, she had to go to, like, this aphasia center, like, a couple of times a week. She would take Uber pool. And it hit me all of a sudden on our ride when I was driving her home. Like, I said, um, you know, if you don't mind answering, can I ask what happened? You know, why you had to be there? And she said she had a stroke. And I mentioned, like, oh, I had a stroke as well. And it was the first moment, I think, post-stroke. And we're talking about a, a year and a half later that that I realized, like, oh, shit. Like, if I didn't get to the hospital... This is an alternate reality. You know what I mean? Like, this this could be me right now. Like, the thing that happened could have changed my life. Like, I might not have a podcast because I wouldn't be able to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the podcast would be better. Maybe I should have another stroke. It'd be don't. like Legends of the yeah. Fall. <laughs> I don't Grandpa. know. I've never seen Legends of the Fall. Yeah. <laughs> Was, did, the, did, the, did the patriarch of the family have a stroke? He did, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, but yeah, I mean, or, or what didn't, uh, what's his name, uh, Michael, who was Kirk Douglas? Didn't he have a stroke? Yes. I mean, I mean uh, he yeah, may still the, be alive, but. Well, was, he's in the movie Legends of the Fall, right? Isn't that him? Is that him? I have no idea. Yeah. I just said it because I remember, you know, he had a stroke and it was like he was never the same in terms of his speech. I think, uh, yeah, I'm just looking it up now. I think that's, uh, I think they just uh, put him in the in the movie because. I was pretty sure. No, I, I take that back. It wasn't him in the movie. It was. Uh, let me look here. 
Who was it? Anthony yeah. Hopkins? No. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, okay. Up. That's what I thought it was. I've never seen yeah, Legend yeah. of the Fall. Yeah, yeah, Brad Pitt's in it, and I don't know. It's a bunch of Great games. movie. Epic yeah. movie. Yeah, so a I don't river, know. A river runs through it, and Legends of the Fall, basically the same movie. <laughs> wait, wait. Was Brad Pitt in both of those movies? Yes. Or neither that's of those why movies? It's, no, he was in both of them. Okay. No, that's why it's confusing. <laughs> they're, 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 you watch one and then the other, and you're like, why did they do two of these movies? It's the same fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, so so I don't know. It's, it's Stroke Awareness Month, and that's the awareness. But I, I the reason I didn't want to talk about it now is because I still wanted to get some of... Uh, you had mentioned that I had um, I had talked about my stroke on the original version of Anchor, like when when we had that the the social audio app before it was a mobile podcasting app. It was uh, I was recording from the hospital while I was there, and I I, I I know that I did it at least twice, but may have done it more. You did it more. Uh, you did, and I remember at one point you said that a there was a nurse there that um had asked you not to record her because you were like you you had you know staff was on tape or staff uh, was being broadcast as well and you're like yeah they told right, me that right yeah yeah so i kind of i because i i do remember recording but i don't remember what i said or or i i, I kind of want to hear what i sounded like and i kind of want to hear what i was talking about and because uh, it was you and and at least one, maybe two other people had gotten given me feedback, and you guys, very few of you knew who I was, other than I was some guy from the New York, New Jersey area. And it would be like, is this guy? Is he fucking around? Is this real? Did he really have a stroke? Like, not that I would lie about that or make it up, but I used to seems do like, fucked yeah, up. Seems weird like a weird shit. thing to yeah. Seems like a weird thing to joke about. Right, but at the same time, it's still social. It's social audio from a stranger. You don't know, right? We don't know what reality is. There were a couple of people that fucked around, and you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I was doing a character. Now I wasn't. But uh, I, I again, it's it's the thing about social uh, media, including that, um, is that there's this record of it. You know, there's this almost diary of our lives. You know, so anyway, so Stroke Awareness Month. Yeah, read yeah, up, so, Google it. So, do you know with this Nike Run Club thing? Can you create a group? Can you create your own group? I know you can invite friends, but can you like make a group? You know, whatever the unbecoming group or whatever. Can you do that? I'm not sure. Uh, I I don't know. I may try to do that. It'll probably be just you know. Well, we'll I would uh, Matthew Cunningham. I'm challenging you. <laughs> uh, whoever else, uh, you know, anybody that wants to jump in, I'm gonna, I'm going to try to get into the the Nike Run Club thing and create a group. Yeah, and I'm I'll, not and sure I'll post I... something. I'll post something on uh, Instagram on the Instagram about that on the IG. Right, so. Yeah, I, is that how you're supposed to say it? Is that should I should I call it IG and not the not the goose the Insta goose the gram the gram I've heard yeah I've heard that yeah yeah we just put it up on the gram on the gram yo um I think there's a way to do that pretty sure you can do that and then yeah, we can do I mean I, I mean the there's one runs. there's one find friends like you said um I can't find any friends no suggested friends okay apparently. <laughs> Nike can't find any friends. Can't find any I, friends. Uh, this week, uh, today, I uh, today I went to the. Uh, speaking of friends, I went to the, and this is a uh, a new phenomenon. Okay, so there's a guy that, um, there's a dude that's been involved in the running community in this area for for years, and and this guy, um, uh, he was really a good runner. Okay, so strange story. All right, so um, I looked in the in the um, paper this morning. I saw in, on the. Um, 
on the obituaries. He was he was he had passed away, uh, which he was 78 years old. I'm, I'm known about this guy for uh, around town as a runner for. I don't know, 30, 40 years, something like that. Anyway, I've known this guy. Uh, guy Have you ever, time. so you've run with this guy? I've raced against this guy. He's okay. was really, back in the day, the fucking guy was awesome. I mean, he was, he was really, he was a solid runner. Um, he, there was a, a story about him once in Sports Illustrated magazine, uh, I believe, is where it showed up. And um, I'd have to, I'm sure I could find it if I if I Googled it, but the guy's name's Pat Murphy. Um, he, uh, used to run a lot on a track at a local high school. He'd, he'd run this track and he ran the track so much that this was in the days when they had the, uh, cinder tracks. A lot of the tracks weren't the, uh, the, the composition stuff that they are now. And, uh, he had run so much on this track that he had put a rut around the inside lane that was distinctive, this, this, this rut that he had created and the, the administration at the school was always confused because they, they had this track that was pretty much in pristine condition, uh, except the inside lane was always had this huge rut, and they couldn't figure out why it had all this excessive wear that was taking place on on the uh, track itself. And the, this rut they've discovered later was being caused by one person, not a student, just a an adult that showed up after school and would run laps on the track over and over and over, hundreds of miles on the track and created this rut that <laughs> was unbelievable but yeah back in the day this guy was was un- unbelievable and he had uh, passed away what, what um, was the cause of death well, i said he was 78 years old it didn't list um didn't list a cause of death um so so i don't know but the thing i've noticed and then there was this other there was another obituary that showed up another guy that i knew today but what i've noticed about um uh, people dying these days is if you look at uh, if you if you look at obituaries, which is probably not something you need to probably spend a lot of time doing. I and mean, it's uh, I don't know, healthy that is for your for your brain, but um, people aren't having funerals anymore. Uh, they're not. There's there's a lot of uh, just not services being done in a lot of cases. There's a lot of people I think that are getting uh, cremated, and then maybe some point later when the family decides to. Uh, get over their own morning a little bit they they may decide to have some sort of a you know celebration of life sort of thing that occurs someplace but not in the typical um somebody dies two days later we're having a, a wake at the catholic church the day after that they're having the funeral and uh burying the person that i think that kind of stuff is is really starting to that business is fading quickly i don't think you should go into the, the the funeral business i don't think um, that whole six feet under sort of uh, oh, you're, you're saying that it's not recession proof you're saying no. it's changing i think I, it's changing I hate, I hate funerals i hate funeral homes i do too I, a, like i do not yeah. i don't have a will i don't have a living will i don't have any sort of will and quite frankly i do not want to have any part of a funeral home i want to have a celebration of my life people can cry do whatever the fuck they want but i do not want a a wake where people dress in a suit and they put their heads down someone that never is in a suit is wearing a suit and they're there and they're like "Mm," you know what i mean i just fuck oh i totally know what you mean uh and uh, nothing of that I am I'm scarred because <laughs> when I was a kid I had to go to um, too many funerals as a as a youngster and and um, the the smell of flowers and it's not all flowers but um, there's a certain um, certain uh, 
pungent odor with some flowers that gives me um, a kind of a flashback to a funeral home. And uh, if I if I get into certain situations and I start smelling uh, too much of that, it, it kind of gives me like a, almost like a flashback sort of thing to, to funeral mm -hmm. homes. And, and right. I just, I got to get away from it. I, just, I hate it. I don't like the smell of it at all. No, I, there's a smell, and I don't know if it's flowers. Going into many funeral homes, there is a smell beyond yes. the flowers that, I don't know if it's the embalming stuff. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's not. I think it's... Yeah, I, I want to say it's the smell of death, but I can't say it, that's the smell. What the hell does death smell like? But that's the association, of course. But there's this thing that yeah. I couldn't. I don't know, and it and I go to every single one because my dad is one of those that goes to every wake, goes to like almost every funeral of everyone he's ever known, mm -hmm. and he's of an age now at seventy where you go to more. And it's like, and so I hate going, but I end up going to these things to pay my respects. And and I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like walking up to the um, coffin, whether it's an open or closed casket. Uh, I'm agnostic at best, you know. So what am I talking to? I'm having a conversation with myself, you know. Yeah, the the looking at a body. I just like, come on, what are we doing here? I I, I the. Uh, yeah, People, I don't know. there's the the living want closure. I get that a little bit. Yeah, I but, get that too. Yeah. But no, I don't. I don't not that kind. Not, not for me. I you know, and I, I would agree. If if somebody thinks they need closure by looking at my my cadaver, uh <laughs> you can find it some other way. Go look at a picture somewhere or something. I don't know. Um yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm 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 just in my head I plan my uh my wake or whatever it's going to be called. And then I know I'm never going to do anything about it because I'm a terrible procrastinator. Because I was just thinking, like, maybe I can just have, like, a, uh, you know, like a full, uh, maybe not an animatronic, but have someone do animation of me and then I can do audio and I can, like, do a thing of talking to people. Like, record it once a year because it's going to change as I get closer to death, maybe. And yeah. And just, like, like, I'm there, you know. I mean, it might be too creepy for people to be like, get the fuck away, get away from the coffin. Why am I even in a coffin? I asked not to be in a coffin. Okay, look, I want to be cremated. Why are we even here? I don't know where to spread my ashes. You guys decide. You know, like, I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't want the traditional, you know, Catholic wake, the ones that I go to all the time. Yes. You know, I think it's, I, 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 yeah, I think they're gross. Did you hear who died today? Mm, well, is there somebody big? At 69. Well, I mean, you should know who he is, whether you were a baseball fan or not. Bill oh, Buckner. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Bill, Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner, first baseman for the Red Sox. 22 the Red years. Sox. I'm just reading up now that he uh, he was only an all-star once. But his, his unfortunately, his uh, biggest moment for a long time was the 1986 World Series where uh, Mookie Wilson hit the ball. It should have been the third and final out in game six, which would have given the Red Sox the World Series. Yes. Victory. And the ball rolled between his legs, and Ray Knight, the then third baseman, came around and scored to tie the game. I'm pretty sure that was the order of things. And that was that. That was that. You know? I mean, it's like... For a long time, and apparently he had the same thing that um, Robin Williams had: body Louis dementia. That Louis body dementia. Louis body is it body Louis body right? Louis body dementia. L e w y. Which, I, I don't even yeah. know what it did, but it, it it's not good. 
It's yeah, they say it's pretty horrible. You you completely it's it's like it's dementia on it's the worst form of dementia you can get. It's it's like a, like a violent dementia basically. You you lose all your memory and uh, have hallucinations and it's just not good at all. Well, and I think for uh, Robin Williams it was early on, right? Like for him. Yeah, he he wants the diagnosis. I think for him, the way yeah, I, and I heard, uh, I think I've talked about it on here. But um, I, if you really want the lowdown on that, um, Robin Williams' uh, best friend was uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. And uh, Bobcat um, speaks about it um, pretty extensively on a couple of podcasts. If you if you Google that, um, I think one of them was when he was on Rogan, and um, he. He, you know, he, he, they were close enough friends that he's he's probably the only one that had the real you know inside uh, scoop as to what was going on. Once Robin Williams knew what was going to happen, you know how how it was going to end, how it potentially was going to end, um, you know he he just knew that he was going to end it on his own terms, and so. <sighs> A lot of people got to have that wrong when they tried to talk about, you know, you know, depression and, you know, call one hand one hand or, you know, you don't, you know, don't take your life because you're depressed and blah, blah. Yeah. Was he depressed? Certainly he was going to die. But um, was he, you know, in a classic depression type phase and that's why he killed himself? No, he, he had accepted that he was going to die a horrible death and uh, decided to to do it on his own terms you know and, well uh, yeah i'm reading about it now on uh this is just website clinical neurology news and robin williams uh, widow recounts terror of late husband's louis body dementia and one of the things that she happened to say uh she was giving the uh, keynote address at an annual meeting of the american neurological association one hallmark of louis body dementia is that symptoms appear and disappear randomly the game whack-a-mole comes to mind as soon as you think you're yeah. about to to figure out uh, a symptom it disappears and another one pops up and it's like whew, that's rough anyway apparently he didn't even know that uh the name of the disease before he died well yeah so i don't know sucks bad way to go yeah, so uh but i mean when i when i heard the, the story earlier i i heard dementia but i didn't hear louis body dementia so it may have been an early report where they didn't have the full Report. I don't know. I'm. I, I'm sure I heard it on NPR, or maybe I missed the Louis body dementia. And uh, but I was like 69. That's relatively young, you know. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. So yeah, all this talk about death, working out, and death, and <laughs> we're working out, we're dying. Well, it, you were talking about. Out. You were talking earlier when we were talking about running or something. You mentioned. Uh, I said AFib for you, and it. it triggered something a memory you were gonna share you know the memory was the yeah it was i I got into it It was the is the chasing the guy down oh is that what it was oh i thought it was something else no 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 that was it i I got back to it so you've been have you been running a lot i mean the first time you went out you you uh, struggled with like a maybe a two mile run i have uh uh run five times now Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. so since the start of this, this is my this is my start five times. Um, I did uh, started off and uh, you know I, when people hear this a lot of times they they roll their eyes. I, I realize, but um, I started off. I did three miles when I started off. I just jumped right into doing three miles, even though I haven't um, been running at all all year, not since last year basically. Right. Um, but um, I I 
you know, I've been a runner, so I can I can figure it out. I, I can get in and start with the three mile thing. So I started with three and uh, did that a couple of days and uh, uh, jumped up to five after two days. So um, today I ran uh, five miles at uh, a pace that was a little bit quicker than I'd been running the three the first couple times. So I'm seeing progress already, um, but um, you know, it's not. I, I got a long ways to go, but. Um, so yeah, but jumping in, I just I'm at the five mile thing. So my plan now is, for a while, I'm just going to try to do uh, five miles ish, probably five days a week, five six days a week, maybe maybe six, but probably five for sure. And, five uh, miles, got a pretty five or six times a week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've God, got no. kind of a hilly course to do it on, and then mm. I'll mix in the other stuff too. And yeah, that's for me. That's doable. That's uh, you know, that's a. F- 45 minute kind of thing or whatever somewhere in that range sure but that's i don't know it seems like a lot to me i mean i've been maybe three three to five times a week and i'll do one five miles sometimes i'll bump it up to six but it's been a while because that seems like that seems hardcore to me well at some point when I get a little bit more advanced, my plan is to do once a week is to do a 10 mile run once a week. So that'd be like a Saturday, Sunday thing. I'll do the long run, the 10 mile run. And then I'll do, um, I'll have a, a one day off. That's this is the way I used to always do it. I sure. always had, used to always take Monday off. So, um, do the long run on, on Sunday, take Monday off and then run the rest of, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way through through the you know Saturday until you do the long run on Sunday, and that always works really well. And it always seems like after you get done with, if you do the long run on Sunday in the morning early, which is what I used to always do. You know, I'd be done a lot of times with that by you know eight or nine in the morning. I'd be done with my long run, um, and I'm not running again until Tuesday because I'm taking Monday off. And sometimes I would run. You know, usually on Tuesday, I would run Tuesday night. I would do a track workout on Tuesday, a, a speed workout on Tuesday, and so um, that would be in the evening. So I would be off from Sunday morning at nine a.m. I'm not running, in, you know, all the way up until Tuesday. And so it seemed like a really long, I was itching to get back to running by Tuesday uh, evening, always. And then you just bang out the rest of the week and repeat. When you say a speed workout, what do you mean? So um, a speed workout, you go to a, a, I would, um, I have a track, high school track that's close to here. So run, run down to the high school track, which is about a mile runs, just jog real slow Uh down the high school track. And then I would do some sort of interval uh, running on the track. So I would run, um, like, um, uh, maybe four hundreds or, or eight hundreds or something like that on the track, a certain number of those with a certain rest period in between, uh, each interval, or I'd do some sort of there's there's a lot of ways you can do it sometimes i would do a ladder thing where you start with a um 200 and then you walk a certain uh period of time then you do a 400 and then an 800 and then a you know whatever you work your way up and then you then when you go up the ladder you go 200 400 uh whatever you know however you however you structure that you get up to the longest distance you're going to run and then you ladder back down so you so whatever wherever if your longest thing is going to be a mile or two miles on the track uh, at some you know like a 5k pace then you take that same ladder that you went up and you do the same distances coming down and then when you get done with that then you do a a short 
some sort of a cool down run at the end of that and then you're done but those got to be in terms of distance a lot of times those those type of runs got to be fairly lengthy and uh um there was a group that i used to meet with a lot of times and um occasionally we pulled those um we took those that we some sort of a speed work type thing instead of doing it on the track we would still do it but we would do it on the road but it turned into a, where when we get out on the road you'd um you'd run at a slow slow speed for you know a certain period of time maybe a mile something like that and then the whole group would take off and we'd take off at a you know quick pace and some, usually it was a situation where somebody would kind of lead the pack and you just try to stay with stay with the group and it, we would just try to kill each other and with you know <laughs> here's the pack stay stay with us and we're going to run you into the ground as much as we can <laughs> And that's those would be oh seven eight mile runs usually in that with a mile or two warm up a mile warm up maybe two mile warm up mile cool down seven miles of just kicking yourself in the teeth in Did, the, in the middle there. Do you, haven't you said that you've done like you would regularly with a group? I don't know how long ago this was that you would do a over ten mile run like thirteen like not. I mean, long runs, right? We would do those on uh, Sundays I would do, or something. Sundays we would do the really long runs, you know, like some, you know, anywhere between thirteen and and twenty, Oof. you know, twentyish. And did every how large a group were you? Like from the smallest size to the largest size, roughly. Oh, usually on those things, on those uh, things, depending on what time of year it was, you there might be. Um, there might be 20 people that would start in a group and then you'd kind of you had um you know certain people that couldn't hang that couldn't run at the same pace you did um that would fall back but um usually you'd end up with uh seven or eight people that were in a group that would that would do the whole thing together and then um so we would do those on like i said early sunday morning and then on that Tuesday and sometimes Wednesday or Thursday run, usually somewhere in the middle of the week, we we did another run um, that was over ten miles. That was ridiculously hard. <laughs> that was where we did the the speed training stuff, where um, mm. everybody just tried to run each other into the dirt, and uh, it's just uh, kind of a dumb. Let's just try to hang on, try to stay with the group, try to try to keep up. That kind of thing, and and, that, and people in that group would be ranging in age from um, high schoolers. Literally, we had a few um, kids that were, um, you know, that young, uh, still in high school, all the way up to guys that were like in their sixties, seventy years old. Maybe that would be the oldest person in that group. Um, but these are all guys that were just, you know, hardcore. Just wanted to. And it was not all guys. There's some, there some some girls. Usually, we had two or three girls that would that could uh, that could hang, that could stay with the group. But um, hmm. yeah, did that every week. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not gonna. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll go out and I'll do my longest run ever. Maybe I'll do instead of six miles, seven miles or eight don't hurt miles. yourself. Don't hurt yeah, yourself. that's my that's concern a, though. Is that I yeah. uh, I don't know. It's the time too. I've been really trying to get a, a more efficient about how much I work out, and that's one of the things I love about the Peloton digital app, is that they have you know five minute, ten minute, twenty, thirty, forty five, and sixty minute workouts for like all genres, 
all you know strength workout core workout meditation that's what i want to do i got to meditate after this i should have done it before this but you know i like that i can squeeze these in i've talked to a couple people like no i like going to the gym i like to do that i'm like no i'm terrible with time i need to do it at home i never work out at home i was like no i just want to fucking move um, I like the idea of a community. I like when I have been at a gym in a class scenario and I've sort of like been pushing myself because of the group. It's not like I want to beat that person, but I want to push, you know, I want to give it the best I can give it in that moment. But I'm doing the same thing now on my own, you know? Yeah, group runs are, are fantastic because you end up, uh, you know, a lot of times just totally doing way more than you, you'd planned and at a better pace than you would. But you always have to be concerned about doing too much too soon. Well, sure, so. sure. I mean, but, you know, like I, when I did the 5K uh, in uh, in April, at the end of April, and, and I paced at just over eight minutes, you know, per mile. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked by it. Because when I was running by myself, I wasn't doing that. But in that scenario, I just kept, I knew I wanted to finish the race. You know, it yeah, wasn't like, let me get this that, over yeah. with. But it was just like, I just kept going. And, and, and it was a lot easier than it had almost ever been for me. And I think that's because I had been running, you know, and it was just sort of mind over matter. And it was like, I'm going to get the best time I've ever had. And I don't even know that I did, but it was maybe close. Which isn't saying much because I haven't done it that much in my life, you know. Um, I know, and, and and now I'm at a point where when I first started running, I'm like I want to do a half marathon this year. And I'm like, I don't care if I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. You know, like I got nothing to prove. You know, it's not like I'm not posting on social media about it. I mean, I don't even use Strava, which is one. Although I do like that Strava, you can see what other people are doing. And maybe you'd be like, oh, shit, I got an alert. Colin ran, you know, seven miles today. And even though he's a runner, whatever it is, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, shit, I should yeah. run. I've, I totally haven't been running. What am, I, what am I doing? I think that's the one thing, the motivation of it. Yeah, so. yeah I, I probably, I, I think there's a way, uh, I was doing some research, I think there's a way to uh, hook this Nike Run Club thing to Strava, I'm not sure. There's a couple hacks, a couple wacky hacks you can do that, to make that work. I'm going to try to figure that out. So. Well, even today, I, I, I was doing the uh, the paddleboard workout, right? Now, I've, I've been, my parents also have a, a kayak. You know, they have two kayaks, a double kayak and a single kayak. Nothing fancy, no, not fiberglass or anything. Uh, I haven't done that in a while, but since they got the paddle boards, and I realized standing up on a paddle board, it's like... You have to have decent balance, and you've got to you're rowing, and I was right, like, and yeah. and so I did open up my. I don't take my phone with me, but I take my Apple Watch, and uh, I did the activity monitor. I just put it in as as um, the built-in app for the uh, the the Apple Watch, and I did rowing, right? But it didn't track the distance or anything. And then today I found an that was a couple of days ago, and then today I found an app called like Paddle Logger, right? So Paddle Logger, and and I, I put it on, and it actually tracked the entire thing on my watch. And then got it synced to my phone. And it was it, I literally did five kilometers. I did three miles on a, on a paddleboard. And uh, it took about an hour and seven minutes. Stop and get beer. What's that? 
you stop and get any beer? Anymore? No, there was nowhere to stop. There's no beer station. And, and they, <laughs> Yes, that's right. I was drinking and smoking on a paddleboard. And you, you know the thing about being on a paddleboard in, in like a beach town, like in a, a a boat, a boating community, right? Like my parents live on the canal, on the lagoon, and the canal goes out to the bay. You can get to the ocean, but you really need a boat to get to the ocean. Right? There's a way to cross over. But, you know, for me, I go out to the bay. And then at the bay, I turn around because there are too many boats and wave runners that are creating a wake once they open. Once they've been on the canal, you can't create a wake, you know, or you're not supposed to, right? So, so I, uh, and in the boating culture in a little beach community like that, everyone waves. You can't really wave, right? But I don't want to be a dick. Like, so you're paddling, and then everyone has almost everyone has a comment when you're on a paddleboard. Don't fall. Oh man, I couldn't do that. Everyone comments on this thing, and I'm just like, and I'm just focusing on my balance and doing this. I kind of do a head nod, you know. Every now and again, I'll give something back when I'm like, and that one guy's like, "Don't wave," and then I was like, "I want to wave," but you know. So I just do the little, "Hey man, what's up?" You know. Head nod. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch...